episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead, and we're at uh, the Smyrna Airport, actually. Um, Jeff is getting ready to, to head on out. Um, Jeff, you doing good today? Doing great. Good. Tell us where you're going. We're headed to uh, Michigan. Uh, north of Detroit, we're going to meet the employees of uh, the team members of Paragon Ready Mix, Paragon Concrete, uh-huh. and uh, so they have two plants that we're acquiring, and uh, meeting meeting the folks of those two plants, meeting one plant tonight, meeting the, the other plant in the morning. So excited about that! That's great. Yep. That's great. And you've been, um, you've also met a lot of a lot of people this week. Tell us about where you've been this week. Well, we went to uh, you two. We yeah. all went to. Uh, uh, Argos and met the the folks in Dallas and Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So that was great. When I, I don't know how many people were in that room. There was a lot. They're uh, probably like close to four hundred. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, maybe like yeah. three fifty. Yeah, three fifty four hundred folks that we met and had a good meeting with them and so many great operators. It seemed that folks that have been with them for a long, long time and we're excited to welcome them to be a part of our team. Yeah, and uh, just looking forward to a, a good, successful closing. <clears throat> Brian, the GM for. Uh, for Argos, who will be our GM in Dallas, uh, he and I have speaking uh, daily, trying yeah. to get things ready. And we've got a group. Our acquisition team is headed there on Tuesday next week to start putting in the hardware and start uh, getting employee packets on all that stuff. So we're uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good uh, good acquisition on top of all of the acquisitions that we we have coming up. That's right. We we met a lot of fun uh, fun people. Um, uh, at that meeting, um, you know, they had a lot of great stories and they're really proud, I would say, to be uh, mixer operators and they were proud to get one of our SRM hats. Yeah. <laughs> we were so happy I'm, to give I'm them away. There. Yeah. 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 DFW is a different world. So I'm, I'm super excited about being in that market. Uh, it's the number one cement consuming market in the country. Uh, it consumes more cement than any other market in the entire country. So we're Excited to be there. We needed to be there and uh, looking forward to the growth. And uh, also, we're excited to announce the acquisition of Hicks Ready Mix. Hicks Ready, Hicks where, Ready where Mix. Where is Hicks Ready Mix? It is in Florida, mm-hmm. Mulberry, Florida. It is, uh, I guess that's west of Bartow, Florida. And uh, so it'll be a good addition to, to Bartow and they'll help support one another and uh, good good folks down there. So we're going to meet them Um after we meet the folks tomorrow morning in Michigan, we're flying down to Florida, meeting meeting there, uh, that team down there, and, and go live with that plant because we're closing tomorrow on it, and I'll be back in back in Nashville. So we got a, a big uh, forty eight hours set up. Yes, in Barto, I mean that's Gary Ware's. Yeah, so yeah, he'll be he'll be, he'll be the guy. Yep. Yeah, Gary Ware, he likes it. So yes. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, see Gary. He's a, he's a good one. So yeah, the, with with that one. We have, uh, I'm thinking, we've got two more acquisitions to announce. Uh, deals, one one deal in Tennessee, small, a small deal in Tennessee, and then a, a, a smaller deal in Florida uh, that we'll announce here in the, the next couple of week, next couple of weeks. And then that'll be that'll be it for a few weeks, uh, you know, while we're working to close these deals and and uh, get them underneath our belt. But it's been an exciting uh, exciting few weeks here. It is exciting. Um, it's just getting everything added to the website and uh, letting people know that what we're doing and um, that they're excited to be a part of it. Hey, I wanted to, to mention real quick, we had uh, Jim White, um, who's been with us for a, a while. He just, uh, and he is, he has a new role. 
his new role. He used to be the environmental environmental manager. Yeah, now he's uh, our business development and land manager. Yeah, business development and land manager. So all right. So he and his wife um, they they announced that yesterday their uh, baby boy was born. Um, it's uh, his name's Wiley. Um, I think it's Harv White. So that that's a, that's a fun little name. So Wiley Harv White. He was born. He's eight pounds and twelve ounces. So we want to just say congratulations to uh, him. Yeah, and absolutely. Family. Jim Jim, great guy. I mean, he's just a uh, good good great family. That's their second child. So uh, I know they're they're elated. So mm-hmm. congratulations to them and glad everyone's healthy. Mom, mama, and the baby's healthy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, tell me what else has uh, been going on. Tell me what, what's on your mind. <clears throat> no, we, um, just, just busy, busy. My wife and I actually were able to get away this weekend. That's kind of a, that is a big rarity. I've been <laughs> married for 13 years and, uh, we've gotten away. I think that was the, the third time with just her and I. So we, uh, and we ended up in Orlando, Florida, uh, where we always go, but we didn't have a kid. So uh, we it was it was fun, uh, and we were at uh, spent one day at SeaWorld okay. on I think it was on Monday or Sunday. Sunday it was, and uh, and I was there, and I was just thinking, you know, uh, my mind always goes towards just where where people do things and and where we can look for for improvement, whatever the case was, and and it, at SeaWorld. They had a, this line that was in the middle of the road, and I was it, people lined up just right dead in the middle of the road, and there were people traffic everywhere. People couldn't walk by, and I was thinking uh, we had spent a, uh, the day before at Disney, and and Disney there there are literally people every fifteen foot mm-hmm. telling you where to stand. Yes, and giving you direction, and and just give you direction everywhere you go. Everything is thoughtfully done and planned out. SeaWorld was great. I mean, we had a great time. It was awesome, but but. That line being there, it just made me think, you know, moving the line 20 feet, having someone out there to, to be that thoughtful would have, you know, stopped all that traffic. And then even like food, there was nowhere to get food. Like, there was, you know, you go get, it's hot down in Florida, obviously, and you want to get a bottle of water, get something to eat, whatever. Everywhere you went, it was like a 45-minute wait to get something, to get something. And you think, what's the difference between good and great? That was a great, a good experience. And they had some just... You know, killer rides, all that different things, great shows, and and it was we had a great time. But if they just did a little bit extra, yeah. it could be that much better. Mm-hmm. And I, as I think about that in our company, it's not it's not you know just batching concrete or just getting to the, to the job site. It's doing that little bit that that one percent, moving the line, you know, getting some uh, more vending machines in their case, whatever the case was. Moving that line just 20 feet makes a difference. And like if you're an operator, you say, well, what does that have to do with me? Well, when you show up to the job and you put a smile on your face, you look the part, your truck's clean, you've got a, a tank full of water. Uh, that way you can slump the truck. You came on the job to the job on the right slump. You all get out of the truck, put your chutes on. You engage the customer. You're pleasant. You're kind. All those things is, you know, that's moving the line. That's that's doing the extra Step that it takes to be different than our competitor. Everybody's delivering concrete. You know that we all have similar concrete trucks. We all have similar concrete, and you know as it relates to residential uh, and and some of the concrete that we pour. So it's all similar. How can we be uniquely different? I think we can be different by the way that we engage the customer on the job site, and then you know you're pouring out. 
How can I pour out on great? How can I think ahead of what the finisher wants me to do? When you're pouring out in in, in, in forms, I, I can tell you from a finisher's perspective, you know, when, when you're against the form there and you're pouring out of the driveway, you want to make sure you add a little extra concrete at the end, uh, you know, right before you go back to the right, you know, or go back left. You want to put a little pile there. That way that, that finisher can take his come along and put it against the form perfectly. You don't want to leave gaps in, in the lines, that, in the rows that you pour out, mm-hmm. right? Those gaps that they have to touch. That way you're not, you know, guys aren't pulling and pushing concrete too much. You want to pour that concrete right out on grade. You know, you say, well, you know, that doesn't matter. I'm just there to empty my truck. No, you're you're so wrong. You're there to move the line. You're there to do it just a little bit better than our competitors. And you as an operator, you're the salesperson. You're quality control. You're the you're making it happen. You you pull up to that job site, you're gonna make that finisher's day. If you pour it out on gray, you got it on the right slump. You do what they ask you to do, and it's just knowing the knowing what to do. You know, right now it's, it's getting hot, super hot outside. You know, ninety degree concrete out there. You you pull up to a job's got a wheelbarrow job, and, and instead of huffing and puffing and being upset, think ahead. They're not telling you to add water to the truck. You know, if that mud's getting hot, you know you can't let your drum set without turning. You know, I see a lot of rookies. You know, they they sit there let let their drum just set. Why do you think they do that? Well, they're just because you don't want to let the concrete go all the way to the back of the drum, and then they're waiting on you to bring it back up to the front of the drum, especially if you don't have a lot of concrete on. But you can't make the critical mistake of not turning the drum, or otherwise concrete's going to get hard. And the harder it gets, the harder it is for them to work it, etc. So if you're sitting there, me personally, I'm sitting on the job site, I always have my drum turning, always have my drum turning, and... You know, unless they're just coming back super quick back and forth. But otherwise, I've got my drum turning. And and as that concrete, if I've been on a job site for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, I'm adding a little water to it. You know, I'll give you an example. When we were doing some paving at the airport, BNA, uh, Nashville International Airport. And and we don't, you know, rear front dumps are hard sometimes to get paving out of the front of the truck because it's such a low slump. And some of my some some operators just couldn't get the concrete out, but I had some guys that would had no problem. But what they were doing is they they tap that water just a little bit to get that that concrete to go down. It didn't affect the slump, but just enough to get it out of the nose truck. That's moving the line. Yeah. That's doing things because you're an expert. You don't have to. You're not going to know that right out of training. You're not going to know that after one year of working here you pick things up as you go but it's applying all that knowledge that you pick up along the way and looking for ways to to get better to plus you know to to increase your knowledge increase your ability to to pour out concrete to put it out on grade and taking pride in what you do you know i think it's so critical uh i was reading a a book about they brought up this concept of executive presence like when, uh, and they give the example, this executive walked up to, it was at, a, I think it was at a zoo and it walked up and everybody was walked up and then nobody did anything. And they walked with this gorilla, I'm sorry, uh, gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. They walked up to this gorilla exhibit and this gorilla immediately locked eyes with the boss and started beating his chest. Interesting. It's just crazy, right? I mean, but the, the, he just knew when he looked at this man, this person, that he had there was something uniquely about him, and he felt almost uh, like he needed to defend his yes. turf. Yes. And every time this man walked in the exhibit, he did the exact same thing. 
And, and he, they use that as a way to talk about executive presence. Mm-hmm. And when you walk into the room, it's not about people, you know, thinking you're something that you're not or any of that, those things. It's just people feeling comfortable and confident that you're an expert. Yeah. And I, that you're I, a leader. And that you're a leader. And you don't have to be a manager or an, a chief this or chief that. That doesn't, that doesn't, you don't have to be those things. You can be an operator. And you pull up on your truck and they're like, this guy, this lady, they know what they're doing. Let them do what they do because they've got a presence about them of their experts. And if we've got 4,000 people that are experts in everything that they do, not not boastfully, not arrogantly, but experts in the sense that they carry themselves as experts, the way they look, the way their truck looks, the way that they speak to their customer kindness, all those things that we talk about, if they bring that approach to it, to me, that's moving the line. That's going that 1%, that extra step from going good to great. Right. And I, if we're able to do that, uh, who can beat us? I mean, I don't think anybody can beat us. Like We're being so thoughtful, so organized, so on point uh, to do things the right way and in the, right, and in, and in the spirit of excellence. You know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Jeff. Well, that sounds great. That's a great challenge. And uh, uh, share. It. We want you to share this podcast if you're um, if you have fellow operators that are around that haven't heard it. Just share that link. I'm gonna. Um, we're gonna get a little uh, like a little poster to make sure it's at every plant so everybody can listen. Um, because you you speak, Jeff, directly to um, operators every day. This isn't just for leadership. This is for everybody. Um, yep. And we want yep. everybody to know what's going on. And we, you know, we want everybody to know how much we appreciate them. And this is That's this right. is what this is for. We want you to know what's happening at your company, you know, and and for and and the impact that you're making for sure. Perfect. Okay. We'll we'll always keep that drum. Have that drum turning. Is that the same? Okay. <laughs> As the drum turns. That's yeah. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye.